0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How are you all doing tonight? We are blessed
1: and highly favored of the Lord.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: All right. So, as usual, we will take reflection. Yeah, reflection, please.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, last week, we continued to look at um, sister yulali you can speak commute you are you gonna speak are you going to, are you oh, going to... Oh.
2: okay um but i remembered how what um that was taught that now when uh, Joseph's mother um she swore um, on her her death uh, she she said um that it shall die. And you said about how we speak, um, or when we open, be careful how we speak over our lives, because we can speak death. we speak. We don't know how what we're saying when we talk into our lives or into someone else's lives, and how we should um, be careful how uh, we speak over ourselves, over our family. Um, that uh, you said that when Joseph, how Joseph, the, his brothers kept Ben, Reuben um, still lied, even though he he uh, uh, he kept the truth, you know, from 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 his father and how his father was so sick, missed Joseph so much. Um, that he you, you know still thought of uh, keep thinking although he had the younger one he still think of joseph a lot and um, I think Reuben was the one who who who, uh, who spoke the truth but still still hid and they were still telling still hiding stuff from their father although joseph recognized them and knew was them and they were still lying and that, that we should not um, like to set ourselves free to speak the truth and to set ourselves free. Mainly that's what I got, out of out of, out of when you speak the truth. You know, you don't have to worry about anything else to from covering up, covering, keep covering, covering, covering the lies. So speaking the truth helps you to free yourself once and for all. That's what I got. But I remembered. Mm. Mm.
0: Amen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, who else?
1: Maggie, you want to share? Okay um we continue speak you, you continue speaking about Joseph and his journey with his brothers um when they when they finally met up together not knowing that that was their brother that because of the um the famine that was going on the brothers were forced the family were forced to go into Egypt to, to purchase food. And through that journey, they, they met up with their, their brother that they thought was dead. dead. Um, you, you, you looked at the way Joseph handled forgiveness in the midst of pain and struggle. And um, we realized that Forgiving, forgiving someone that has caused us great pain and very serious struggle can sometimes be very difficult, can sometimes be almost impossible. So unless we have the fear of God in us, unless we really understand the move of God and, and truly fear God, A lot of times we cannot truly forgive because of the pain and agony that we have gone through. But Joseph, because he has committed himself to do the will of God, Joseph was able to move past his struggle, to move past his pain and to forgive. And we realize that Joseph was tested in the the realm of forgiveness, um, because he had the opportunity to totally destroy his brothers, but he was able to pass the test because of the fear of God in him. Uh, We looked at um, the, the different areas of how the brothers journeyed from their home to Egypt, And we saw the different struggles that they went through because when they had met with Joseph originally, not knowing that that was their brother, a request was made by Joseph because he had the desire to see his younger brother. And because of that request, it placed the brothers under a lot of struggle, under a lot of pain it also placed their father in a lot of agony. And so we saw that in spite of the fact that they were hungry in their hometown, their journey to seek for food was delayed because of the request that needed to be met. And so both the brothers and their father had to undergo and go through this painful struggle of emotional hurt and pain, which rehashed um, over 20 years of agony um, for Jacob. And um, we saw that though the brothers hated Joseph for his dreams, when he, 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 had, he, he made mention of his dreams to them, And that was the reason why they tried to get rid of him. But now we saw that the very dream that they were running away from, they were about to come head on with that dream. We saw them calling themselves servants um, before Joseph. We saw them calling Joseph Lord, um, not realizing that um, this was the dream that Joseph was sharing with them and that cause, almost causes demise. We saw um, how um, Benjamin, um, having Benjamin with them this time put the entire clan at a test. We realized that at the time when um, Joseph needed them, they banded together to get rid of him. But now we saw that in the the possibility of them losing Benjamin because of the agony that their father went through and because of his words to them when they left with Benjamin, they were now willing to give their life for Benjamin. So it's like there was a whole turnaround because they are now realizing the mistake that they made when they tried when they tried to kill, when they thought that they had killed Joseph. And so realizing that their father was about to lose a second son, they were ready to to give their life for him. And so we saw where Judah standing the gap and was ready to bargain for the life of, of, of Benjamin. Bargain so that Benjamin would not be left behind because they didn't want to face the agony of their father. And so um, we 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 were told that when we are intercessors, we must mediate for others. We cannot cover the sin because one of the reason for the brother's agony was because they all covered a sin. And so we were reminded that when we are intercessors, we cannot cover a sin. And the question was asked, how are we handling forgiveness? How are we handling forgiveness? Because um, we, we will go through trials. We will go through tests, some of them very uncomfortable. And so we must understand how we will and of forgiveness I remember a long time ago the Pauline preacher message and in it she said we must decide to forgive before we have need to forgive so we must when we come to Christ and we have gotten to understand the word we must make up in our heart and decide in our heart that we, we will be willing to forgive. No matter what, we must be willing to forgive. Otherwise, when the time come to forgive, we will have a hard time to forgive because we have not made that decision to forgive. So that is what
0: I got. Praise God. Shall we clap for the last year? Any other reflection? Reverend Felicia, you have not spoken in a long time. Reverend Felicia? Auntie Felicia? Yes, Doctor, I'm answering. You have not spoken in a long time. (laughs) Anything you remember, it doesn't matter. Anything you remember.
3: Yeah, when I'm there I'm sometimes I I doze off because I'm tired but let me try and uh, from what I got I gathered uh last other week and this week we're talking about uh we're talking about uh confess <clears throat> about forgiveness this topic we have been on forgiveness and uh, forgiveness cannot uh, occur if we don't confess our sins. And uh, the other thing that I I gather is uh, what, but we should watch what we say with our lips, with our mouth, because uh, uh, the words that we speak can bring condemnation to us and can bring death or can bring encouragement uh, and upliftment. And just like in the case of Rachel who, Told the husband, uh, 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 Jacob, that you have to give me a child or else I die Uh, because she was without a child and she saw that her sister was having all the children. And uh, from what you taught us, that looking into it, that she never repented, she never confessed and repented of that sin. And that word came, that uh, pronouncement came upon her and she died early after having uh, Benjamin and Joseph. Uh, You talked about uh, and uh, uh, guilt. So when we feel when we sin, we feel guilty, and uh, guilt drives us away from the presence of God. Guilt drives us away from the presence of God. But conviction comes from the Holy Spirit, which uh, makes us to realize our sin, and then when we confess that sin. We are forgiven. When we confess that sin, that weight, the weight of guilt is taken away from us. Uh, you reminded us about Adam and Eve who ran away from the presence of God when they sinned. And when God came to the garden and was looking for them, they had run away. But uh, instead of them confessing, telling God what they have done, they were putting the blame game. Uh, Adam say it is Eve. Eve say it is a serpent. Sometimes he say sometimes that is what we do when we sin, and instead of confessing our sins, we begin to blame others. He said we must accept what we do wrong and repent of it, so that the, the weight and guilt of sin will be taken away from us. Um, if you last week, uh, what I remember that you, you started with Genesis chapter 44 from verse 1 when you were when you started the, the teaching, I think I jotted something down. Let me just go see where I put something down. Praise the Lord, mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, he talked how Joseph handled forgiveness in the midst of his pain, in the midst of his discomfort, how he struggled to express the love of God, even when it was difficult and painful for him to do that. Uh, Joseph exhibited the character of God, he had a fear of God. When his brothers sinned, when the brothers tormented, when the brothers uh, uh, sold him out, and when he was confronted with them, he did not he did not blame them, but he showed compassion. He really showed compassion. He gave them food, he gave them everything. But he was he was really in pain. But he was uh, 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 he was uh, he was exhibiting that character of God. Of love towards his brothers, of of compassion towards his brothers, but they never knew. And something that struck me that uh, he said, uh, whenever God speaks, when God gives you a word, a revelation, say everything will pass away, but that word will never pass away. There must be a manifestation of that word. Mm
2: -hmm. And
3: we saw that in the life of Joseph, his dreams that he was dreaming and telling his brothers, which they hated him for was manifesting in real time in the presence of his brothers. The person they hated, that they never wanted him to rule over them, now they were, they were calling him Lord. Mm. They, were, they were calling him Lord. They were calling themselves as servants. Mm. It was because of that, they sold him. So it uh, me to reflect that any word that God has spoken to me any word of prophecy or any promise that no matter how long it tarries, mm-hmm. it, um, it must surely come to manifestation. If I don't give up. If I don't give up and if I, I am sincere, mm-hmm. if I am honest yeah. and if I'm able to stay in that place of prayer. Uh, some other thing that I, I learned again you were talking about how do we handle forgiveness when people even lie against us, when people do certain things about, say certain things about us. And uh, like I heard Reverend Nachal say, you had done a teaching before that uh, we have to choose to forgive even before the offense (laughs) counts. So, but if we are carrying unforgiveness in our heart, mm. it makes us not to enjoy the presence of God. It makes us to miss out on the promise of, of the blessings oh. of God, and it makes us not to enter heaven. Uh, so Joseph was uh, Joseph had to pass through. Joseph was tested and tried. The process was so difficult for him, but the fear of God that was in his heart. Mm. God, to see how sincere and how faithful he is and how loyal he is to him. So these are the qualities that we have to exhibit. And uh, I remember about Judah who was standing in the gap of intercession. And I I, I think I read, but I've forgotten that Judah was the same person that uh, slept with Tamar and promised to, no, promised to give uh, uh, his last son to Tamar, but never did. But he repented at, at the end. And because he repented with that, uh, he sought for forgiveness and repented, he was able now to stand in the gap of uh, intercession yeah. on behalf of his brothers. Yeah. So it brought that uh, memory back to me and I'm so grateful for that. Thank you, doctor. And uh, the thing that, uh, so how do we handle uh forgiveness you know sometimes it's very hard when <laughs> the person that <laughs> is close to you the person that you pray for the person that you intercede for is the one hurting you or spreading lies about you you said but uh, you taught us that we have to keep praying for them and interceding for them mm-hmm. so that they don't go to hell and that god will cause them to repent uh, i think that is some of the takeaways I take away last week from the
0: Amen. Amen. Shall so we just praise God. So Reverend Felicia, you were pregnant with all this information. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So if I don't force out the baby, I have to do a surgery to bring out the baby. See, <laughs> see, C, C, is this C-section? I <laughs> have to do C-section.
1: You, you C-section or use the tongues.
3: You know, I'm, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit I'm a bit i uh, uh, late and awake very awake today <laughs> sometimes if I don't say anything like I'm dozing off that's my confession <laughs> you are
0: seeking I, forgiveness eh yes <laughs> you are seeking forgiveness yes yes I have confessed <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> you are forgiven. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Dr. Yeah. Gwen. Very busy in the surgical world.
2: <laughs>
3: Mama yeah. Maggie, Uh, can I say something, Doctor? Okay, go on. Yeah, there's something that happened yesterday. Um you talked about. When uh, people do wrong, uh, like two people do wrong, or somebody does wrong, we have to correct those people. We have to talk to them and correct, tell them the truth rather than sugar coating it. Yeah, something happened to me yesterday, and like I was with one of my one of my clients, and I like I just like she, she's a teenager, but I call, I told her I said right now I'm not talking to you as much. I'm talking to you as a pastor because I love you and I want your soul to be saved. Mm. So I went ahead to tell her all the wrong things she was doing and that she is a child of God who have been in church worshipping God and now she's deviated from the way of God. So she's done what? I said she's deviated. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. She's deviated from the truth. So mm. I... All her attention because it was like a burden to me. I'm like, okay, how am I going to relate this to her or how am I going to talk to her? And mm-hmm. she might be thinking, Oh, this is my nurse talking to me about this, this. <laughs> so okay. but when I spoke just to her, your surgical <laughs> <laughs> But when I spoke to her, she really like thank you for talking to me. So I just wanted to share that little.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That I didn't close my mouth. I I really spoke to her from my heart.
1: You 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 wear your other hat. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, Amen. An on word. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. 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 We thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. So. Let's. Sarah is just coming. Let's come on. Evangelist Sarah, you are late. Your ginger is waiting for you. (laughs) He's probably driving. Evangelist Sarah, are you driving? All right. I will not spare you, still you have to share at the end. All right. Okay, so let's uh, make our declaration. Welcome to the Garden of Wisdom for the gathering of wisdom. The Garden of Wisdom is a place where we discover and dig out the knowledge that leads and directs us on the path of righteousness to fulfill our divine destiny. Please repeat after me. I am here in the Garden of Wisdom. I am here in the
1: Garden of Wisdom to gather wisdom, to gather wisdom, to, gather wisdom, wisdom,
0: to dream from the well of wisdom, to drink to from, the from the well of, wisdom, of wisdom, wisdom, to receive instruction, to receive instruction,
2: instruction.
0: direction, Direction and guidance guidance. according to the plan and purpose according to the plan and purpose that the Lord has predestined for my life.
2: That
1: the
0: Lord has predestined for my life. I receive it.
1: I
2: receive
0: receive it. it. I receive it. I receive it all in Jesus' name. I receive receive it all all in Jesus' name. name. Amen. 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 All right. So we wanna thank God for the reflections that we made that is taking us now closer to how forgiveness is not a one day thing. Forgiveness is a lifetime struggle, a lifetime struggle. Why am I describing forgiveness as a lifetime struggle? It has passed one year since we started a teaching on forgiveness. We started a teaching on forgiveness March 23rd, 2021. March 23rd to now is how many months? Hello. Everybody's amused themselves. One year and
1: about um let's call it four or five months. It's 18
0: months
3: or oh, seven, 17 to 18 months. All right.
0: So you can see how long it has taken us
2: Someone
0: to get to mature. this point. Uh, well, we are going to see now, Joseph forgave his brothers, how he revealed himself, how he told them not to fight. Ah, isn't that interesting? Joseph is not telling his brothers, don't fight yourself. Let's take it one by one so you will see how it happened. Genesis 45, from verse 1. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. He cried, make everyone go out for me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. You know, there are crucial times in our lives when we are forced to cry, to weep. Jesus wept, here we are learning that Joseph wept. And he wept aloud so that the Egyptians heard it and the household of Pharaoh heard it. So it wasn't a secret cry, just that Jesus also cried in the public when Lazarus died, he wept everybody saw him weeping. So there is a time in our lives when we have to cry openly. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? This is where we need to be very, very sensitive when we are talking to people. All along, he kept asking them, how is the old man? Is the old man alive? And they still could not pick it up that Joseph was referring to their father, that Joseph was missing his father. And Joseph said to his brother, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? Hey! But his brothers could not answer for they were dismayed at his presence. You see, guilt haunts people. 20 years has passed. They were so guilty of the lies they told. They were so guilty of the hatred they hated him, with which they hated him. They were so guilty of all that they did, 20 years have passed. I tell you and I bet you, all those who lie against Overcomers House, you think they can sleep? No, they can't sleep. They can't rest. They can't sleep. Somebody asked me once, Dr. Pauline, what will you do to all the people who lie against you? I said, what I would do? I just want them to give their life to Christ and walk with the Lord. What will I do? I am a sinner too. Yes, I'm a sinner also. So when people offend me, the only way God will fight for me is if I will be sincere and repent of my sins. Sometimes we fast and pray, expecting God to whip our enemies to punish our enemies, and God's not going to do any of it because we ourselves have borrowed from the bank of Satan. We have borrowed from Satan's character, his behavior, his attitude, his language, his reasoning, the way he does things. We borrowed all from the bank of Satan. So when you have borrowed from the bank of Satan, how do you expect the Lord to fight your battles? No, God, I'm going to fight your battles as long as you have Satan's stuff with you, in your pockets, in your home, in your mouth, in your language, in in your mind, in your hearts, in your reasoning. You have the properties of Satan with you. So we need to take care. We need to make sure that whatever belongs to Satan in our lives, we need to let go. We need to give back to him what we have borrowed so that we can can celebrate the work of Jesus Christ in our lives. And Joseph said to his brother, I am Joseph. Oh goodness, I don't know why I'm still sticking to this way. Is my father still alive? And his brothers could not answer for they were dismayed at his presence. So Joseph said to his brothers, come near to me, please. Oh my goodness, what a love, what a love, what a love. Come near to me, please. And they came near and he said, I am your brother, Joseph, who you sold into Egypt. You see, Joseph had to let them know what they did. They knew what they did, but they were afraid to say it. So he had them, I am your brother, Joseph, who you sold into Egypt. Then, verse five. Ha, 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 ha. Oh my goodness, sometimes it's so interesting when people lie and concord lie and build a lie and make people leave church because of their lies, make people leave some jobs because of lies, make people leave businesses, schools because of lies, make people leave relationship, marriage because of lies. And now, Do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. Ah, what a spirit of fear of God. What a behavior of the fear of God. What a character of the fear of God. Ah, verse 5. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve my life. God sent me before you to preserve my life. God sent me before you to preserve my life. How many people can sit around truth? How many people can sit around forgiveness? how many people can sit around confession of the truth and repentance of the truth. Verse six, for the farming has been in the land these two years, and there are yet five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. You see, he's telling them the truth. This is just the two years out of seven years of the famine that has started and the famine itself is plague but there is something unique about that famine. the lord was using that farming to show the children of israel that you can never ever run away and hide away from your sin it doesn't matter how long god will find you so I will say, I will say, not theologically, but from understanding, that the Lord allowed the farming to come to the land because he had already shown it many years ahead of time, that there would be something like this, where he where Joseph had a dream about the corn, the sheep, the grain. All that time, the Lord was preparing the children of Israel to a foreign land. And this is where we all need to be careful. What kind of revelation do we see? How do we handle the revelation? And when people share revelation with us, I have been saying this and I will not stop saying it. When people share revelation with us, how do we treat them? How do we treat the revelation? Here we see that the revelation, although looked as though it is about Joseph, it wasn't about Joseph to say, it's about the promises of the Lord to the descendants of Abraham, as the Lord had told Abraham in Genesis chapter 15. that one day your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land and they shall be in a foreign land for 400 years now you can see it's not yet 400 years they have just started the journey of 400 years have just started so look at yourself look at your revelations look at your dreams Look at the challenges you're going through. Look at the trials you're going through. Look at all the the difficulties you're having in your life. What is it about? Why is God allowing you to go through that challenges, that trials? Why is the Lord allowing you to see all these trials and challenges and uh, tribulations in your life? Is there anything that God is preparing you for? Or is there something that God's preparing for your family, your relations, your relatives, wherever you are? And what is your destiny in all that is happening to you? How is your destiny being prepared? How are you being prepared? How are you going to face the future? So here it is now joseph says something very important he says for god sends me before you to preserve life maybe you are suffering now because the lord is preparing you to preserve life so this is why we need to be very sensitive to the things of god the word of god you know we started this teaching 13th of march 2021 today is thirtieth of August, twenty twenty-two, and we are just getting to the reason Joseph was sold into slavery. The reason is about to come out. God sent me before you to preserve life, to preserve life, to preserve life, and I want everybody to mark that portion in their Bible. Genesis forty-five verse five, God sends me before you to preserve life, for the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are yet five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest, which means for another five years the suffering is going to be tough and rough. And verse seven says, and God sends me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. Hey, 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 you hear this? For God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth, a remnant on earth, a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you Many survivors. Isn't that interesting? So it was not you who sent me here, but God. This is what we need to understand. It was not you, my brothers, that sent me here to Egypt, but God Himself. He has made me a father to Pharaoh and lord of all his household, and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Hey, are we getting something here? Oh my goodness. If we understand the word of God, when people are misbehaving around you, you're not going to abandon and leave and run, but you're going to submit yourself to the Lord. And verse 9 says, hurry. Hurry. And go up to my father and say to him, Thus seest your son Joseph. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not tarry. Oh my goodness, verse 9 is very interesting. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, that says your, God, your, your son Joseph. That says your son Joseph. That says your son Joseph. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not tarry. May it get to a place in our lives when forgiveness is so strong that we are releasing those who are being held captive those who are being held in bondage, those who are being held in prison because of us, because they offended us, because they lied against us, because they did all kinds of evil against us. May that time come so we can set them free, whom the sun set free is free indeed. And verse 10 says, Genesis 45 verse 10, you shall dwell in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me, you and your children and your children's children and your flock, your hearse and all that you have. There I will provide for you for there are yet five years of farming to come so that you and your household and all that you have do not come to poverty. See, Do not come to poverty. See forgiveness. The fear of God in forgiveness. He will not punish them. He will not kill them. He will not let them suffer. And he will not let them see poverty. Oh my goodness. Jesus died on the cross to destroy the yoke of poverty for you and me. So you can see. Joseph was expressing deep level of forgiveness. I am Joseph, your brother. I am Joseph. How is my father? I am Joseph. Do not be dismayed. Do not be angry. It is not you who brought me here. God brought me here for a purpose. Reason to come and preserve life. To come and preserve The remnants, oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Why are you in challenge? Why are you suffering? Why are you being tried? Why are you going through challenges and difficulties? Because God is preparing you to preserve life. God is preparing you to save life. God is preparing you to rescue the perishing, to care for the dying, This is where we must forego selfishness, lest everything not be because of you, I and me and myself alone. Let go. And verse 11, there I will provide for you. How do you provide for people who sold you into slavery? Unless you understand that the Lord caused them to sell you into slavery because your destiny is not where you are. So you have to be kidnapped, you have to be sold, you have to be taken away. Oh my goodness. Do you know why you are suffering now? Do you know why you're going through whatever you're going through? Do you know why you're going through certain an oppression? It is because God has called you. He has put a mark of life on you. He has put a mark of long life, good health on you so that you preserve life and preserve the remnant. And so that you break the yoke of poverty. Verse 12, and now your eyes see. And the eyes of my brother, Benjamin, see that it is not my mouth that speaks to you. You must tell my father of all my honor in Egypt. You see, God is about to honor you. God is about to honor you. God is about to honor you. Hey, 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 hey. You must tell my father of all my honor in Egypt. And of all that you have seen, hurry and bring my father down here. Hurry and bring my father down here. The first time he said, hurry, go get my father. Now he says, hurry and bring my father down here. Hurry, go tell my father that Joseph is alive. And now, hurry, go bring my father. After how many years of suffering? And even when he saw his brothers, he was allowing wisdom to play. He did not hurry. He patiently waited for an appropriate time. Verse 14. Then he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept upon his neck. See, he was embracing his brother with crying. But it is a cry of joy. God be with you till we meet again. Verse 15, and he kissed all his brothers and wept upon them. He kissed each and every one and wept upon them. May God give you and me the strength to reconcile. That is a deep level of reconciliation. And Benjamin wept upon his neck. And he kissed all his brothers and wept upon them. After that, his brothers talked with him. You know, sometimes People have offended you deeply, but you love them because you used to love them before they offended you. And when the Lord gives you an opportunity and you hug them, sometimes people hanging around become jealous and angry. Even they themselves don't understand that you are hugging them and praying for them and encouraging them. And they are trying to push you away. And the people who are envious and jealous, who motivated them to to push you out or to go away from you, will start flexing and expressing anger. Let's go! Let's go! Leave that woman alone. She doesn't deserve you, she does not deserve your hug and kisses. Because they are first born of wickedness, promoting evil, promoting rejection, promoting witchcraft. So they are pushing you out of your destiny. They are pushing you out of the call of God upon your life. They are pushing you out of your own blessing where God is about to honor you, where God himself want to celebrate you, where God himself want to lift you up. Who is influencing your life negatively and who, and who is talking to your ears secretly? Who is sending you all kinds of satanic text messages? Hey, and he kisses all his brothers and wept upon them. After that, his brothers talked with him. After that, his brothers talked with him. When the report was heard in Pharaoh's house, Joseph's brothers have come. It pleased Pharaoh and his servants, you see? Because Joseph demonstrated the fear of God, even Pharaoh even Pharaoh was pleased. Who is watching you? Whatever you're doing, people are watching. They are seeing. They are seeing how Joseph is expressing love, expressing the fear of God towards his brothers. Ah 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 ah. ah. Hmm. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, do this load your beast and go back to the land of Canaan and take your father and your household and come to me and I will give you the best of the land of Egypt and you shall eat the fat of the land. Can you believe it? That is the kind of character Joseph demonstrated. Joseph demonstrated the fear of God, the love of God, the joy of the Lord, the peace of God, the long suffering. And in the midst of the long suffering, he was still expressing joy. And so Pharaoh said, Go bring me your whole family and I'll give them the the best of the land, 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 the best of the land. I will give them the best of the land. Hallelujah. And you, Joseph, are commanded to say, do this, take wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones, and for your wives and bring your father and come. Take the wagon, the best of wagon to go and bring your family. If Joseph was bad, if Joseph was exhibiting hatred towards his brother, will Pharaoh give them that kind of honor? Let me tell you, if you sell your family members for a cent, people will help you to sell them for nothing. If you sell your family members as treasure, other people will add their treasure to it for you to sell them with price, with treasure. So we see that Joseph's Presentation of his family was excellent. Fear of God, demonstration of the fear of God, demonstration of the love of God, demonstration of the image of God. We are created in his image according to his likeness. Have no concern for your goods, for the best of the land of Egypt is yours. Look at, look at the blessing, the blessing Joseph prepared for his brothers. The sons of Israel did so. And Joseph gave them wagons according to the command of Pharaoh and gave them provisions for the journey. And he did something else in verse 22. To each and all of them, he gave a change of clothes. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 shekels of silver and five changes of clothing. To his father, he sent as follows. 10 donkeys loaded with the good things of Egypt, and 10 female donkeys loaded with grain, bread, and provision for his father on the journey. Then he sent his brothers away. And as they departed, he said to them, do not quarrel on the way. Ah, my goodness. Do you see that? Verse 24. Do not quarrel on the way. Do not quarrel on the way. That is the heart of forgiveness. That is the fear of God. So they went up out of Egypt and came to the land of Canaan to their father Jacob, and they told him, "Joseph is still alive." <laughs> Joseph is still alive, hey, 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 hey. and he is ruler over all the land of. Egypt. Joseph is still alive and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. And his heart became numb, for he did not believe them. But when they told him all the words of Joseph which he had said to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him the spirit of their father Jacob revived. The spirit of Jacob revived. The spirit of Jacob revived. Hallelujah. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Hey, it is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. I will go and see him before I die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody just bow down your heads and pray that God will give you this kind of forgiving spirit. This kind of forgiven spirit, behavior, and attitude. This kind of forgiven language that your mouth will speak forgiveness. Your heart will pump out the blood of forgiveness. Yes, your heart will pump out the blood of forgiveness. Your hands will give out of forgiveness. Your eyes will make forgiveness real. Your ears will produce forgiveness. Your nose will smell forgiveness. Your mouth, your mouth, your mouth will declare and decree forgiveness. Yes, 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 every aspect of your life will produce forgiveness. We shall be fruitful in forgiving. We shall be fruitful in forgiving. Father, we bring ourselves before your throne at a time and we lay our lives on the altar. That tonight you have taught us wisdom. Wisdom beyond the ordinary. Wisdom beyond the ordinary. There, There is a language of forgiveness that we need to speak to one another. There is a behavior of forgiveness that we need to display every aspect of our lives. There is an attitude of behavior that we need to demonstrate to a rebel we go. And there is a belly that flows to forgiveness. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, at this time, save us. Heal us from unforgiveness and deliver us from the spirit of unforgiveness. That from today, we will know how to walk in forgiveness, how to dwell in forgiveness, how to share forgiveness, and how to cause your plans and purpose to be manifested in our lives. When people offend us, when people do stuff against us, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody, unmute yourself. Unmute Amen. yourself. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's have questions and reflection. Questions and reflection.
2: No. Is somebody
0: talking? Somebody, radio or TV? Turn off your radio or TV, okay? We only have very few minutes to go. Question or reflection?
1: I just want to make a, a observation, Doctor Pauline.
0: Um.
1: I saw where after Joseph put out the his servants and he put it, bring his brothers close to him, and he told them, he said, I am your brother Joseph. And they were very shocked and were not able to speak, so they didn't believe. And so when he he, he said to them, I am. Joseph whom you sold into slavery mm. I believe that he had to bring that memory to them because only Joseph could know that secret yes only Joseph and I think when he said that the, 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 the light bulb came brighter and yes. that was how they were able to say yes this yes. has to be Joseph because nobody else yes. could know that we sold him into slavery. And, and when he told them that um, they, they, they're not to feel bad about it because God sent, um, they thought they were doing something bad, but God was using them because this time was coming you know so he had to let them know that he he knows the history of who he is yes. what happened yes. and, and and i think this is one of the reasons why you're always said in order for us to forgive we have to reveal the whole truth sure confession yes you you, you have to reveal the whole truth because he had to dredge up the past he had to open up the wound yes for all of that um for you know pus to come out he had to open it up Mm. um they they were uh, out the brothers were already dying inside because of what they were going through yes and and um when joseph said i am joseph i mean that just totally floored them Yes, yes, and so, yes and and because of what they did they were now expecting him to call in the guards and, and throw them in prison or do something yes. so they, it, it it was like you know all of this was happening too fast and they they they, 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 they I I guess at that point they were ready for anything to happen <laughs> at that point they were ready for anything Mm. and the thing that they were not ready for was joseph's forgiveness yes
0: yes 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 that's very true
1: because they they felt they deserve everything and and for for the for the for the whole thing to turn around yes and 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 joseph to 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 pour out so much and i think um when joseph broke down crying Mm. That melted the heart of the brothers. like mm. that he was true. He was also hurting. Yes, yes. hurting, and yes. that that just break that created the breakthrough. Yes, that was needed for the reconciliation because this was a great governor. This was a man. um uh, ah. hmm. uh, this this was a. You know, he was almost like a king and for him to break down crying and uh, uh, at, the, at the, 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 the level that Joseph was crying, you could see that this is 20 years of pain mm. that he himself was releasing because the Bible says that everybody could hear him crying. And at oh, that God. point, he didn't, he didn't care. He just needed to release himself. So it Ah. was not just the brothers that needed healing. Joseph himself also needed healing. And so he had to pour out all of that poison. He had to pour out all of that pain. He has to pour out all of that. Mm. 20 years of not being able to say what he just said. A While ago, my brothers sold me into slavery, my brothers ah. wanted me dead, ah. and, and not understanding his journey of those, mm. many years, and just now realizing because mm. in that moment, too,
0: Joseph mm.
1: was also realizing why God sent him yes. and the way he did.
0: Yes,
1: so, um, mm. just a whole revelation so it was not just yeah. it was healing on both sides oh my god my god so truly for mm-hmm. true forgiveness to have occurred yes. you know they both had to pour out um on each side because the bro. jose um judah had already poured out mm. the 20 of pain when he told him you know, when he, he asked that Benjamin would stay. When mm. um, Benjamin was found with the with the silver cup, Judah told the whole story of that 20 years yeah. and Joseph was hearing what his father had gone through from the time yeah. he was missing. And so um he still kept it into him. Hey. So at this point, Joseph was able to pour out mm. his tears of pain and so that there could be total healing so this is serious this is this is deep this is this is um
2: this
1: uh-huh. is this, this is a lesson for all of us because oh. sometimes we are offended and we say oh it's nothing oh it's nothing mm. um really we are hurting and pride will not allow us to speak up Yes, you
3: know
1: yes,
0: so yes. um this is very um important. Mm. Hi. oh my goodness i just feel like worship <laughs>
3: who else
0: question or
3: reflection i have a question okay this Felicia. yeah my question is uh going back again how do you uh, forgive someone and that, that person is not even willing to accept their fault? Is it possible to forgive somebody who is not willing to accept their fault? Uh, forgiveness is three ways. One,
0: when you are forgiven, you are releasing yourself from danger. Mm-hmm. You are releasing yourself from condemnation. You are releasing yourself from the hand of the devil because unforgiveness is the character of Satan. When you are in unforgiveness, you are practically borrowed billions of dollars from Satan's bank. So you are the one who stands in judgment. And you are the one who is going to be judged. The other party will also face judgment for themselves. So here, while all the other brothers were struggling in guilt, Judah was the only one who was releasing himself. all of us were not. And Judah was the only one who said, if I don't bring back your son, take my son and if possible, take myself. Kill me. Mm. So that is why we are we we have been teaching that hey there is an age where your father can make confession for you and intercession Mm. there is an age where your parents cannot stand in the gap for you and sometimes some parents think oh they have to for instance when it is time to come to the altar you can only encourage your son and daughter to go to the order. Once they are between the age of 14 and above, you have to keep teaching them and reminding them before they get to age 18. Before age 12, they are minor. But between age age 12 and 14, they they have started to discover themselves. Mm. You need to correct them very hard, especially when they are boys. If you don't correct boys before they turn age 15, God forbid, you will never be able to correct them again. Everything in your spouse that you don't want to see, you will see. Everything in your own father, in your uncles that you don't like to see, you start seeing it in them because they are now reproducing the families. Because men are seed and they represent the law. So it is very difficult to correct men because the correction they didn't receive before they were 14, 15, 16. Now you want to correct them because you marry them. Oh no, all you need to do is just pray. Just pray for divine intervention. So if you have to forgive, you better forgive them because you are the one standing in judgment. Let me tell a story here. There is this woman, she used to come to Vakame's house, not frequently visits here and there. and uh, Because she wasn't having children, the husband was a womanizer, making children here and there. And the husband thought he knows the Bible because he was uh, an elder in the church where they used to attend. And the man would beat her and insult her said all kinds of things about this woman. And the woman would come and cry. I told her, I said, listen, you stand in your salvation and see how God will fight your battles. Stand in your salvation and see how God will fight your battles. Of course, she was expecting me to tell her, go and divorce. No, I will not use my mouth to say that. Stand in your salvation, cry unto God. Let God do what he would do. You know, some time ago, I was I went to a program, and uh, this woman walked up to me. He said, Dr. Pauline, do you remember me? I said, sure I do. He said, Are you sure you remember who I am? I said, I don't forget people like that, especially if you are somebody that I have prayed for, somebody that I have interceded for for many years. You are still in my womb. I can't forget you and your children. I said, Because you don't come to our ministry again doesn't mean I should forget you. Then she smiled. She said, Do you remember what you said to me? He said, I stopped coming to your ministry because I was angry when you said to me that God will take care of my husband. He said, I was angry that why is God not going to take care of me and going to take care of my husband who has been wicked and evil and da, 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 da. he said, now I understand. He said, He went to court. To go take the children from me. On the way coming back from court, whatever happened to him happened, and that was the end of his life. I said, Really? I said, So the man is dead and gone. He said, Yes. I said, you see why I told you? To stand firm in your salvation. He says, so you remember everything. I said, of course, I didn't forget. I said, you stand firm in your salvation. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop reading the word. Don't stop serving the Lord. Don't stop paying your fight and offering because the Lord said, when you pay your fight, I will rebuild the devourer for your sake. I'll fight your battles for you. Do you know the kind of battles God will fight for you? Mm-hmm. Stand firm. Don't let the enemy say all kinds of things to weaken you. Be strong and say, I know the Lord will make a way for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: If I am paying my fight, and I am serving God, his word will never pass away. All things shall pass away. His word will never pass away. She was telling me the story. And she said, all the children are now in college and they are doing very well. They are doing very well. They don't pick food from the garbage to eat again. All the money the man worked for, the court has awarded all to her children. They didn't give the other children because the court only have one paper that says this is his wife. And that is the woman he went to court to go and fight against. <laughs> he couldn't tell the court that he has other women and other children. My dear. You stand firm in your salvation and see what God will do for you. Because getting weak and not praying means that you are borrowing from the camp of Satan. Why are you borrowing from the camp of Satan? Wake up, pray until something happen. Pray for something to happen. Pray for something to happen it's only prayer. Prayer is the key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. You don't have any alternative. You don't have any option. You don't have any choice but to pray. Pray and observe the truth. Forgive. You forgive so that God can deal with that that, 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 that beast that is trying to swallow you up. It over to Jesus. Yes, pray. Nobody can stop me from praying. Nobody, nobody, Burn. and you have to determine and decree and declare that nobody can stop you from running to Jesus. And that's why we are taking the communion. When your communion finished, then you are finished. For me, my communion is not finishing until the end of September because the Lord must fight my battles for me. Mm. Have I answered you? Yes, Doctor. Thank okay. you so much. To God the glory. Any more? we have few minutes left. Question or reflection? Personal reflection. Wow, should I start calling people name by name? Sister Beverly Tava. She's at work. susandra Junior, susandra Junior. Okay, everybody seems to be filled. All right. Okay, so any announcement before we share the grace?
1: Um, just to remind us that the first class for um, Freedom One starts this Thursday at 5.30 p.m. But in order for you to be a part of it, you must register. Please, there's a link. Um, if you do your contact tracing, an email will be sent to you. Um, that can be done. The class will close off by the second week of September. So those of you who wish to be a part of it, you need to register now. And this actually we go to Maryland, so let us remember Maryland overcomers in our prayer that God will move mightily in the in the midst and do something awesome. Amen.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, so everybody get your books start reading and see you on Thursday, if you need your workbook. Contact Revenatia for the workbook. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. Let's share the grace. Oh, communion. Take your communion, please. Bring out your communion. are you ready with your communion yes father we thank you and we bless you that you gave us your word the bread of life and you gave us your blood represented by this wine let your blood wash, cleanse, and purify us. Put a mark of your blood on us and protect us from evil. As Jacob's sirens spoke, and you rebuke the devourer from destroying Joseph. So let your thighs speak for us. Let our thigh speak for us. Okay. Let our sight speak for us.
2: Amen.
0: That all things shall pass away, but your word shall never pass away. And when you see the blood, the angel of death shall not stop by us.
2: Amen.
0: No evil shall touch us. No evil shall interfere with us.
2: Amen.
0: No evil <laughs> shall stop by our door because of the blood, because of the blood of redemption. Amen. We thank you for the blood of redemption and the word of life, the word of truth that you have given to us. In the name of the Father, of the and Son, and of the Son Holy Spirit, Spirit. Spirit, eat and drink ye all of it. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: <sighs>
0: Jesus. Say a prayer for yourself. Yeah. Say something to the Lord for yourself before we share the grace.
3: Thank you, Lord, for what we have learned this heart my spirit. So yes. Lord, we us oh. use it. We use it, Lord In the name of Jesus. To yes. Lord, oh. Lord, Lord, even as we learn this evening, the challenges, you know, what we are going through. Right. Father, we don't know what you're preparing us for. In awe. But thank you for what you're doing in
2: us.
3: Father, we never could see you behind the scenes working out for our good. Thanks. Lord, we know you are without a shadow of a doubt. I just want to thank you tonight. Thank you. Lord, regardless of the position we are in, oh God, we know you're working on behalf of our good. We just want to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: The grace, the grace of our Lord Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit Spirit.
2: be with us now and
0: and forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow all the days of our lives. And we shall build the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So have a good night. And God bless you, sweet dreams. Amen. Amen.